Hello and welcome to the Unscramble Your Life podcast with me, Nick Salmon. In this podcast series, I share and expand on some simple concepts to help you find direction and achieve success in the chaos of modern life. Everything I talk about in these podcasts, I have personally used in my daily life with great results. I want to pass these tools on to you so you can reap the same massive rewards I did. Before we get started on today's show, a quick reminder of my two ground rules. Number one, you need to have a notebook and pen with you. If you don't have one, pause the show right now, go and grab them. It's really important that you absorb the ideas I share with you, make note of them, and then refer back to them as you go through your daily life. The second rule is you must be ready to take action. While I love the fact that you're here right now listening to my podcast, it doesn't mean anything if you don't take these concepts and put them into action in your daily life. So commit right now to do the activities I talk about. Great. It's time to get on with today's show. And this is a massive one for me. It's about crushing your fears. The great Nelson Mandela said... The brave man is not he who does not feel afraid, but he who conquers the fear. And that's what we're going to talk about today. How do we take these fears that we all have about a number of areas of our life and crush them? How do we conquer them and move forward? I'm a member of my local Toastmasters organisation, a fantastic group of people really committed to self-improvement and developing their speaking skills. Now, every time we get a new member in our group, one of the first things we ask is, what brought you to Toastmasters? And 99% of the time, people come because they say, I have a fear of public speaking. That's always been a difficult one for me. I've always enjoyed public speaking, but I can appreciate that for some people, there is nothing worse on earth than being handed a microphone and standing up in front of a room full of people. A fear of public speaking is a great example of one of the three main buckets I believe our fears fit into. It's a fear of failure. A fear that we stand up in front of the room and we choke. We can't get the words out. A fear that we start speaking and we say something stupid and we're embarrassed. So the first area of fear to look at is the fear of failure. That fear of failure doesn't just apply to public speaking. It can apply elsewhere in our jobs or our relationships. The second area of fear is the fear that we are not enough, that we're not good enough. And that one particularly, I think we see in people's careers that I haven't achieved enough, that I'm not high enough in the organisation yet. I don't earn enough money. I am not good enough. We also see that in relationships too. People compare themselves to their partner and believe that they're not good enough to be with that person. Or maybe sometimes it's the other way around. They fear that the other person's not good enough for them. The third area of fear is the fear of missing out. And I think that's even more prevalent today with Instagram and Facebook. Everybody out there seems to be having a wonderful time. And we fear that we are missing out on those great opportunities that other people seem able to take advantage of. We're going to come on and talk about a great technique for addressing our fears. But remember those three categories. The fear of failure, the fear that you're not enough, or the fear that we're missing out. And I'm going to talk to you about how to disassemble those as we go through today's podcast. I came across a TED talk this week 
by Tim Ferriss. Tim wrote a fantastic book called The 4-Hour Workweek, a great book for people who want to start an entrepreneurial career. But in his TED talk, he talks about fear setting. What a great concept. There's so much material and content out there about goal setting. But Tim came at it from a slightly different angle. Let's look at our fears and let's write down our fears and understand them and dismantle them that way. What I'm going to talk to you about today is a variation on that. We're going to take our fears, write them down and dismantle them in the same way Tim does in his fear setting TED talk. Okay, I want you to think about something that you really want to accomplish, but there's a fear holding you back. Maybe it's something as simple as you want to start a a new project or learn a new skill like Toastmasters or playing a musical instrument. Maybe it's something in your personal life. You have a fear of ending a difficult relationship or maybe a fear of asking somebody you're close to out on a date. Or maybe it's something in your career and your professional growth. You have a fear going into a job interview that you're not going to be successful. Whatever it is, I want you to take out your notebook and write down that fear at the top of the page. When you've got that, let's look at the three categories of fear that I talked about at the beginning. The fear of failure, the fear that you're not enough, or the fear that you're missing out. So stare at your example and think which one of those three categories does it broadly fit into. It can fit into more than one category, but really try and focus in on, am I fearing that I'm going to fail at this? Do I fear that I'm not good enough to achieve this? Or, Or do I fear that in doing this, I will miss out on some other opportunity? So once you've taken a moment to write the fear down, categorize that fear. And what we're doing in this exercise is we're really just depersonalizing the fear. We're going to dismantle it because all fears are in our minds. They're not a reflection of reality. It's just voices in our head. So by putting them down on paper and staring at them, we make them real and we can therefore disassemble them with our brains. Now you've done that, we're going to do the fun part. We're going to look at that fear and realise what a nonsense it is. And we're going to do that by looking at the language and the assumptions that we've made in that fear. The first assumption I want you to audit your fear for is your ability to predict the future. In defining your fear, have you actually come up with a mythical power and ability to predict the future? Sometimes this is called fortune telling or mind reading. A great example for this is a job interview. We tell ourselves that we're not good enough. We tell ourselves that there are more qualified candidates. We tell ourselves that there's somebody inside the organisation who's already had a tap on the shoulder. We tell ourselves that our resume isn't as up to date and as polished as it could be. We are fortune telling. We're predicting the future. What we should focus on is the fact that we have the interview in the first place. Therefore, someone in the organisation thought it was worthwhile to bring you in. So your credentials are good enough. You do deserve a seat at the table. You do deserve this opportunity. So have a look at your fear and see if there's language in it that is predicting the future or making assumptions about an outcome that may or may not most likely be true. 
Abe Lincoln said the most reliable way to predict the future is to create it. So don't quit before you've even started. Focus on ways that you can create the future. If it's a job interview, focus on ways that you can better prepare and understand the opportunity that's in front of you and the role and the organisation. Do your homework. That way you can change the course of the future through better preparation. The second filter I want you to put on when you look at your fear is the filter of exaggeration. Is this an all or nothing outcome? A great example of that is public speaking. People think if they get up and give a bad speech or they stutter or stumble on their words or go red-faced, that that's the end. That's a complete disaster. Nobody will have taken away any of their key messages. All they could have focused on was how bad the person was at public speaking. You'll probably lose your job and not have another career opportunity for a long, long time because you screwed up one speech in front of five people at work. An all or nothing outcome. We just exaggerate to the point where things get ridiculous. Fears that are based around a fear of failure typically are all or nothing fears. A complete exaggeration that making one small mistake, one error, ruins everything. And it's simply not true. Most mistakes are completely avoidable or even recoverable. But in our head, we build up this fear to be this monumental point that we can't surpass. Another all or nothing type of thinking is magnification. We blow things completely out of proportion. We think because we fail in a certain area, that will manifest itself across our whole life. If I screw up this speech, then no one will talk to me again and I won't have any friends and I'll die alone. Now that sounds ridiculous, but really stare at your fear. And if it's an all or nothing or an exaggerated fear, unpack all the phrases and thoughts you have associated with that fear that are complete exaggerations. Honoré de Balzac has a great quote about exaggerations. We exaggerate misfortune and happiness alike. We are never as bad off as we say we are. And fears are a great, they're a feasing, and fears are a feeding ground for exaggeration. Our mind can run riot with a really juicy fear. Again, stare at your fear. Is it a complete exaggeration? Have you totally blown the consequences out of the water? The third and final lens I want you to put on now when you look at your fear is to look at the bias in your fear. And by bias, I mean look where you're focusing. Typically with our fears, we are focusing on all the possible negative outcomes. We completely ignore all the positives. Let's come back to things like the job interview. We totally forget that it's a great opportunity. Hundreds of people may have applied for this job and you're the one that gets a turn in the hot seat. But we push that positive aspect to one side. The same with relationships. Our fears can build up and build up and we lose all the positives in our relationship and all we can see is the negative and that's what our fear is feasting on. Look at the fear you've written down. Are you focusing just on the negative aspects? What if you sat for a moment and looked for the positive aspects? 
are surrounding that particular topic. There's a great quote from Anais Nin. We don't see things how they are. We see things as we are. We don't see them how they are objectively. We see them how we want to see them in a subjective way. And typically our fears are exactly that. I said earlier they're part of our mind and therefore they are automatically biased by our thoughts. Do you only feel this particular fear on down days when you're tired? Do you only feel this particular fear when you're in certain situations? Fears typically come to the forefront when they're stimulated by something in our environment, something we heard, something we saw that re-triggered our fear. So look for the biases in your fear and dismantle those. Change it from a negative statement to a positive statement. What I found by dissecting my fears in such a rational and objective way, you can totally disassemble them. They become completely unsubstantiated and help you move forward and go conquer that goal that you want to achieve. Let's have a quick recap of what we did today. We took our fear and we wrote it down. That's the first thing. Get it out of your head. As I said, fears are a trick of the mind. Once it's on paper and we're staring at it, we can then address it objectively. Categorize your fear. Is it a fear of failure? Is it a fear that you're not enough? Is it a fear that you're missing out? And then when you've categorized it, now disassemble it. Is your fear fortune telling? Are you mind reading in what you've written? Are you predicting the future in what you've said? Remember the Abe Lincoln quote, you can change the future by how you act today. So cross it out and move forward. Or is your fear an exaggeration? Is it all or nothing? Is it a complete magnification of reality? Finally, look at your fear and look for that bias in the language. Have you completely missed the positive point and just dwelled on the tiny negative aspects that you can easily overcome? I can't overestimate what a powerful activity this is. Whether it's starting something new like coming to a Toastmasters meeting or whether it's ending a toxic relationship or going in for that nerve-wracking job interview. By dismantling your fear, you have a much stronger chance of success. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. I wish you all the best in your personal journey to unscramble your life. <laughs>